Welcome to another episode of our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Visit our website for complete collections of your favorite old-time radio series. Remember to follow us so you won't miss new releases from SolvedMystery.com. The Adventures of Mr. and Mrs. North, starring Alice Frost and Joseph Curtin. And brought to you by... Woodbury, Woodbury, Woodbury For the skin you love to touch Jerry and Pamela North often drive Bill Wigand to the verge of insanity. However, for all their bewildering antics, they often help him, too. And at times, he even goes so far as to ask them for advice. Tonight is such a time, because he's faced with a dizzy situation. Now, as Bill seats himself in the North's living room, Jerry says to him, All right, Bill, now what's this great problem that's puzzling you? It's a case that I'm working on. I know. Somebody crept to the window and shot him in the middle of his dinner. What? Yes, I read about it in the paper. He was dining alone. Who was? Uh, Walter Middleton, of course, dear. Mrs. Middleton's been dead for years, and the son and daughter were out, so he was alone. The butler heard the shot and ran into the dining room, but Mr. Middleton was already dead. It's been on all the front pages. Oh, I only read the funnies. He was rich as anything, so there's the motive. Cigarette, Bill? Uh, no, no, thanks. The son and daughter are the most obvious suspects, so that lets them out. How about some candy, Bill? No, not just now. Why does it let them out? That's too obvious. Fruit? No, thanks. Nuts? Yeah, yeah I'm beginning to think so. <laughs> <laughs> Bill, is this Middleton case what you wanted to ask us about? Yeah, yeah, it has a screwy angle. I thought it would be just up the north alley. You see, we have two confessions. You mean two people have confessed to the same murder? That's right, and each claims he worked alone. Well, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, that's what I said. And since sense doesn't work in this case, I thought intuition might. How about it, Pam? have to have something to go on. Uh, who are these people who confessed, Bill? Not the son and daughter? No, no. They're a couple of friends of the Middletons. Larry Chapman and George Warworth. Oh, can I meet them? Sure. We're holding them at headquarters. Well, let's go. All right. I wonder what's in back of it, Jerry. I know. They heard confessions good for the soul. <laughs> The dining room window was open, so I just pointed the gun through it and fired. That's impossible, Larry. Why? Because I did. Here we go again. Look, Lieutenant, doesn't priority count around here? I confessed first. But you're lying. Uh, may I ask a question? Go right to it, then. Why did you gentlemen kill Mr. Middleton? Well, well I it's just that it's I... It's like this. Well, that is... What I was going I'm to right. say hold is it. that... Hold it, hold it. Now, you, Warwick, why did you shoot Middleton? Well, sir, I... I, uh... I owed him some money, and I couldn't pay him, so I killed him. You took the words right out of my mouth. You mean I put them in your mouth? You never even thought of it. I don't care what you say. I don't care what anyone says. I killed Walter Middleton. I hope to die if I didn't. It's the other way around, George. Uh, this isn't getting us anywhere. Well, why don't we toss a coin? Winner gets the electric chair. Wait a minute, Jerry. Uh, now, look. If either of you shot Mr. Middleton, you had to have a gun. All right. Tell us where the gun is, and we'll see if it matches the bullet. I threw the gun away. So did I. I mean, that's what I did. I demand you hold me for murder. You ought to hold him for plagiarism instead. 
Where did you throw away the gun? Who, me? Either of you, both of you. I don't remember. I wrapped the gun in some old newspaper and threw it in some bushes. What bushes? Where? That's what I don't remember. Well, Pam, you're doing fine. Have any hunches yet? I have a hunch they're both lying. <laughs> That's no hunch. It's a logical conclusion based on observation of the facts. You must believe me. I tell you, I killed Walter Middleton. With your little hatchet. Yeah, we know. Now, look. Don't either of you fellas want to change your stories? No. I killed Walter Middleton. He didn't. I did. Okay, okay. Here comes the policeman. Oh, yes. He has David Middleton with him. Hello, Lieutenant Wagon. Hello. Oh, hello, Mr. and Mrs. Noah. Hello. hello. Lieutenant, I don't know how you're going to like this. Maybe it's good and maybe it ain't. All right, what's up? Well, you sent me to question young Middleton here and check up on his whereabouts on the night of the murder, so I did. Yes. Well, what do you, what do you think he tells me? He says he killed his father. Oh, that's well. He, he what? Yeah. He wants to confess. Bill, it looks like you've hit the jackpot. <laughs> Well, I took your advice, Pam, and released our three uh, murderers. But what if it turns out that one of them's telling the truth? Yeah, we can always pick him up again. We certainly have nothing on either one of them as yet. Besides, if one of them is guilty, this is a better way to trap him. Give him enough rope. But, but darling, you know what some people do with rope. What? Skip. Oh, we'll have to work fast before he has a chance. Do you have any plans? I'd like to talk to Helen Middleton. Maybe she can tell us something. Okay. But if she tells us that she's the one who killed her father, there'll be a second murder. And I'll commit it. After all, Larry and George are both very dear friends of mine, and David is my brother. You can't expect me to say anything against them. But if one of them killed your father... Oh, none of them did. I'm sure. Why? Well, I, I just know it. Well, then... Perhaps you can tell us something to help clear them. They're all under suspicion. But I don't know what to say. I've told the police all I know, and, and I've tried to answer your question. But unfortunately, it hasn't helped us much. Oh, I'm sorry. You can't think of any reason why they should all confess? No. All right. Well, we won't keep you any longer, Miss Middleton. Thank you. I hope you'll pardon me if I don't show you out, but... I'm so terribly tired, and I don't want to go downstairs again. Oh, that's quite all right. Goodbye. 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 Well, Pam, what do you think? You forget, Jerry. I'm not supposed to think. I'm supposed to feel. You know, intuition. <laughs> well, then, what do you feel? Bewildered. I don't understand. But... Oh! I'm sorry, madam. I didn't mean to alarm you. You ought to give more warning when you pop out of nowhere. Not nowhere, madam. I was concealed in this archway. Eavesdropping on our conversation with Miss Middleton, huh? If you wish to call it that, I call it detecting. Are you a detective? Unofficially, like yourselves. Officially, I'm the Middleton's butler. Oh. Oh, you're the one who discovered the body. Yes, madam. Perhaps you can tell us something. I can tell you a great deal. I'm a profound student of crime. Oh, fascinating subject. Yes. I'll tell you is. this. You're on the right track. It's not suicide. It's murder. Well, of course it is. Nobody suggested it wasn't. After all, there was no gun near the body. How do you know? Well, I... How do you know I didn't find a gun and hide it to make it look like murder? But there's no earthly reason why you should. Uh-uh. Jumping to conclusions. First rule of a good detective... Never jump to conclusions. But you just said yourself that it was murder. True. 
As a matter of fact, there was no gun. But you shouldn't take my word for it. Uh, why, why are you looking at me like that? Ah, perhaps you think I killed Mr. Middleton. Good. Very good. Uh, never overlook anything. First rule of a good detective. I thought you just said that the first yes, rule was never... Yes, very good. However, you're wrong. I couldn't have done it. Why? The butler never does it. Not anymore. That went out with the bustle. But I'll give you a clue if you want it. What? In the back of the house. A little bungalow. Young David Middleton's studio. What about it? No one is allowed in it but the young master himself. The windows are all blacked out. My wife does the cleaning here in the main house. But even she's not allowed in there. Nobody is. Doesn't that strike you as significant? Certainly does. What mysteries does that studio contain? One time I tried to find out, but young David caught me. He was very angry. Haven't you any idea what he keeps there? No, but I'm sure it must be important. If you want the key to the mystery, find out the secret of the studio. Okay, thanks for telling us. Come on, Sam. All right. Uh, goodbye, Mr. Uh, uh, Butler. Goodbye. Well, Jerry, let's go and see if we can get in the studio. Oh, don't be silly, Ben. That butler's slap-happy. But there might be something to that story of the studio. Nonsense. But suppose there is, Jerry. We shouldn't overlook anything. First rule of a good detective. I mean it. Well, we'll tell Bill if he wants to investigate, he can. I think we ought to. But, Pam... We're right here. I don't think we should. Oh, Jerry, please. No. Please. No. <laughs> clump of trees. Come on, Jerry. Careful, nobody sees us. You know, if young Middleton catches us at this, he'd be within his legal rights if he shot us. Oh, I can't see that it would hurt any more than if it were illegal. I mean, if you were shot, you wouldn't care, would you, whether it was legal or not, especially if you were dead. Oh, let's not let him catch us, huh? <laughs> You're right. Let's not. Let's be careful. This moonlight's pretty bright. Stay close to the bushes. All right. I don't know why I let you talk me into things like this. Because you're sweet. I think it's your baby blue eyes. They look so sad when you can't have your way. Like a calf's. Well, here we are. A calf's eyes are brown. Somehow that seems irrelevant. Well, now that we're here, what do we do? Let's see if we can find some way to get in. Oh, golly, it seems kind of spooky, doesn't it? It's all dark. Yeah. What's the matter? Oh, wait a minute. I thought yeah, I heard something. Sir. I guess I was wrong. Oh, no, what do you want to do? I think I'll just try the door. Ah! Oh, Jerry! <laughs> Jerry, how can you laugh? I've been shot. <laughs> You're all wet. I'm not. I've been shot. just walked into a trap. A bucket of water fell on your head. <laughs> so scared. What's going on here? Oh, oh, hello, Middleton. My wife decided to take a shower. Oh, I'm sorry, Mrs. North. I hope you're all right. I guess so. Only I'm cold. Well, come on back to the house and you can warm up. I'm sorry about this, but I don't like people to go near my studio. Yeah, so we found out. You know, that's quite an effective booby trap you have there, young fellow. Isn't it, Pam? Uh, uh, I beg your pardon? Uh, 
help. I guess not. You know, Jerry, in spite of it all, I like that David Middleton. Yeah, he seems to be a nice kid. I would like to know what he's got in that studio. Maybe he's hoarding sugar. Oh, now what? I'll answer it, dear. Hello. Yes? This is George Warwick. Oh, yes. I've been trying to get hold of Lieutenant Wigand. Do you know where he is? No, but I think I can find him for you. Good. If you and he come out to my house right away, I'll show you something very important. What is it? I've just discovered a very important clue. Now I know who killed Mr. Middleton. Well, I thought you said you killed him. I'll explain everything. Uh, how soon can you get here? Uh, I don't know. As soon as I find Bill. All right. I'll be waiting. Goodbye. Goodbye. Who is it, Jerry? George Warwick. You better put your clothes on again, darling. One of our murderers has something to tell us. And this time, it's not a confession. Well, this is it. I wonder what he wants to show us. Well, it, it better be good. I don't like coming out in the middle of the night for nothing. I doubt that this will be as good as he promised. Somehow, I don't trust Wait that... a minute, Bill. What is it, Pat? I think there's somebody standing by the corner of the house. Yeah, you're right. Oh, boy, he's shooting at us. Stop. Hey! intermission for a message of special interest to the ladies. If you are not a user of Woodbury cold cream, I think I know why. It isn't because you believe your complexion is already flawless. Doubt if any girl has such a perfect skin she doesn't want to make it lovelier. No, the reason probably is you haven't yet been convinced that Woodbury cold cream can make a real difference in your complexion. But that just proves you haven't yet tried Woodbury cold cream. For using it once, will show you how extra effective it is. You see, Woodbury cold cream isn't just another cold cream at all. It's a complete beauty cream. It actually does everything for your skin. Why not take three minutes tonight to see all it can do? Smooth the silky cream over your face and throat. It leaves your skin sparkling clean, glowing. Now pat on more. And this time, let a trace remain on your skin overnight. Tomorrow, well, you may scarcely believe your eyes... Your skin will have such a radiant, new, smooth look. Now, that's the famous Woodbury Beauty Nightcap. Do it every night. But don't forget, Woodbury Cold Cream is as grand for daytime beautifying. It leaves your skin looking lovelier. Helps your makeup have that professional finish you envied. Woodbury Cold Cream gives such remarkable results because of four specialing, softening, smoothing ingredients. 
and because of another exclusive ingredient, working constantly to purify the cream in the jar in case blemish-causing germs should get in. Try this amazing, complete beauty cream. Get Woodbury Cold Cream tonight. And now, back to Mr. and Mrs. North. The Norths and Wigand were approaching George Warwick's house when someone began shooting at them. Golly, he's shooting at us. Doc, hey! Jerry! There he goes. He's running the back of the house. You got your gun, Jerry? Yeah. Good. Go around the other side. I'll go this way. Okay. You see anything, Jerry? Pam, you shouldn't have followed me. Well, I wasn't going to stay back there alone. Well, all right. There's someone by the back door. Yeah, back, Pam. Who's there? Hello, that's you, Jerry. Bill. Yeah. See anyone, Jerry? No. No, neither did I. What do we do now? Well, I guess we'd better go the other... What's that? Someone's calling for help. Help! Help! It's coming from inside the house. Come on. Here's the door. That's locked. Have to break the glass. Then I can reach in, turn the knob. Look out. Okay. There we are. The call's coming from upstairs. Right, let's go. I can't see anything. Now, wait, I'm feeling for the light switch. Oh, here it is. Oh, that's better. Now, come on. Hello, where are you? In here. Sounded like that room there. Right. Hello in there. The door's locked. Break it in. Okay, I'll shoot off the lock. Stand back, Jerry. There we are. Hey, where are you? Over here, behind the bed. What? Oh, it's Warwick. His hands and feet tied. What happened, fella? Larry knocked me down. Tied my hands and feet and ran out. Larry Chapman, eh? Yes. He wore a mask, but I recognized him anyway. He must be the one who shot at us. Probably. I heard the shot. I wondered what was happening. Can you roll over a little so I can get to this other knot? Yeah. That's it. I'll have you loose in a second. What did Chapman want, Warwick? Well, he must have been snooping around and heard me phone you. He's probably stolen the clue. What clue? The gun that killed Walter Middleton. You mean you found the gun? That's right. Well, there you are, all untied. Thanks. Now, what about this gun? I had it locked in my desk downstairs. Perhaps he didn't find it. Come on, we'll see. Okay. See, on the night of the murder, I saw Larry throw a package wrapped in newspaper in some bushes. I didn't think anything of it until today when he mentioned wrapping the pistol in newspaper and throwing it in the bushes. And you went back to the same spot tonight and the gun was still there? Yes. I went back as soon as you released me. Then I went to see Helen. Why? I had to be sure she wasn't involved. As soon as I found out she had a perfect alibi, I phoned the North. Oh, then you confessed before just to shield Miss Middleton. That's right, Mrs. North. But it wasn't necessary. Chapman had already confessed. I know, but he was just making a play for her benefit. He's cut in enough already. Until he came along, I thought my chances with her were pretty good. Now I'm not so sure. Well, here we are. For just a second, I'll open the desk. Ah, it's still here. Yeah, so it is. Let me see it. Here, here. Well, apparently that isn't what Chapman was after then. Maybe he just wanted a chance to shoot us. But why would he want to kill us, Jerry? I don't know. Well, I can't explain it. All I know is that he knocked me down, tied me up, and then I heard him run out the door. And the next thing I knew, there was shooting. Say, wait a minute. Let's see that. What, the gun? No, the paper it's wrapped in. Hmm. What is it, Jerry? Warwick, you say you saw Chapman throw this package in the bushes on the night of the murder. That's right. That's very strange. Why? Well, the murder took place a couple of days ago. But this newspaper the gun's wrapped in is today's paper. What? Why, I, I, I don't understand. I think I'm beginning to. Well, there's some mistake. I'll say there is, and you've made it. Oh, no. You can't think that I... Oh, can't we, though? 
How about that other story of yours? Which story? About Chapman attacking you and tying you up. It's true, he did. Oh, he did, huh? And then he ran out the door. That's right. How do you explain the fact that when we reached the door to your room, it was locked from the inside? I... I, I don't know. According to your story, you couldn't have locked it because you were tied up. Chapman went out through it. Well, I... I it must have... Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Jerry, look out. He's grabbing the Stop gun. Stop him, Bill. No, you don't. I've got the gun now. Stand back, all of you. That's it. Don't now, look here, Wallace. You don't can't move. get away. I'm getting out of here. He's getting away. Yes, darling. I'm afraid he is. And you're sure you haven't any idea where he might go to hide out, Miss Middleton? No, I haven't. All right, thank you. We'll run along. Now, I'm sorry we had to disturb you in the middle of the night like this. Well, that's all right. Good night. Good night. Well, no luck here. We'll have to try something else. You know, Bill, I can't help wondering. About what? If he really was guilty, why did he confess? Oh, that was clever. By seeming to protect Miss Middleton, he threw suspicion off himself. Of course, that's it. Bill, Jerry, I, I just thought of something. You think you know where he is? I think I know where... Wait a minute. What is it? Look, there's a light under the door in David Middleton's studio. Come on. Oh, why? You don't think Warwick's there, do you? No, but I've just got to find out what's in there. <laughs> you and your curiosity, you know what I got you before. Oh, I'll watch out, Jerry. I know what to look for this time. Pam, we've got a murderer to track down. Oh, you men. Don't you have any curiosity? Besides, it won't take any time. Come on. All right, let's go, Bill. There'll be no living with her until she's satisfied. Well, all right. Oh, you're darlings, both of you. We're saps. Yeah, I don't know why I agreed. I don't have to live with her. Shh, Bill. We're getting close. Too bad you forgot your bathing suit. Shh. I won't touch anything this time, Jerry. I'll, I'll just stoop down and see if I can see through the keyhole. See anything? Yes. He's in there. Young Middleton? Uh-huh. What's he doing? Sewing. Sewing? Yes. What's the idea? I lost my balance. Hey. Oh, I'm sorry. I lost my balance. I fell against the door and I'm terribly sorry. I didn't mean to... I mean, I didn't mean... I fell. Doggone it. I told you to keep away from here. Oh, Mr. North, too. And the lieutenant. What do you want? I wanted to be able to live with my wife. Huh? Yes, she just had to see what you have in here. Well, now you see. I hope you're satisfied. Dolls? Yes, I make them. Silly, isn't it? I don't think so. I just like to make dolls. Sort of a hobby. There's no law against it, is there? Uh, no, no, not that I've heard. I know. I ought to fool around with shortwave radio or, or electric motors or something. But I'd rather make dolls. Well, what are you waiting for? Why don't you laugh? I don't feel like it. Uh, look, uh, son... Is this where you were the night of the murder? Yes. That's why I confessed. So you'd all stop asking questions about where I was. I didn't want to have to tell about it. I, I was safe enough. Two confessions before mine, and I could always tell the truth if I had to. But I hoped I wouldn't have to. Oh, you shouldn't feel so ashamed, David. These dolls are beautiful. Why, you're an artist. Look, Jerry, all kinds of characters. Yeah, they're absolutely perfect. Look, every little detail exact. Some of these dolls are so tiny and others are almost life-size. Thanks, Mrs. North. You can have one if you like. Oh, thank you, I would. Uh, this one, this little old man with a pipe. Okay, he's yours. Oh, thank you, David. 
Hey, Jerry, look, isn't he cute? Little wrinkled up face. Jerry. Hmm? Dolls. What about them? They give me an idea. I think I know how we can catch the murderer. With dolls? Yes, Jerry. With dolls. You see, Miss Middleton, it was quite a scheme. By pretending to shield you, Warwick could throw suspicion off himself. The very confession of murder would suggest he was innocent. And then being found tied up right after we were shot at. It would again make him seem innocent of that, too. And the gun plant would throw the blame where he wanted it. Clever. It's too clever. Anybody who'd work out such an elaborate scheme wouldn't make such stupid mistakes as the date on the paper and the locked door. Besides, he's a slitherer. A what? Uh, a slitherer. There are two kinds of liars. Twisters and slitherers. Twisters figure out three or four twists ahead and lie accordingly. While slitherers just slide into whatever lie seems to fit at the moment. Mr. Warwick is a slitherer. But how do you know? At the jail, Mr. Chapman was always way ahead of Mr. Warwick. He confessed first, and he lied much better. He's a twister. It was he who confessed to throw suspicion off himself. Warwick simply confessed out of jealousy at Chapman's getting all your gratitude. Only a twister would have thought of that first confession. And get this twist. Instead of framing a case against Warwick, he lets Warwick frame a case against him. A case that will fold up and make Warwick seem guilty. You, you mean Larry is the murderer? Well, sure. But, but then why did George run away? He saw so much evidence piling up against him, he was afraid we'd be able to pin the murder on him. Chapman's scheme was working. And it was an elaborate scheme, too. Chapman planted the gun in today's paper and put it in the bushes. And after tying up Warwick, he walked to the door, slammed it, and then quietly locked it. Slipped to the window and got out that way. Warwick, on the floor behind the bed, couldn't see him. I can't believe it. Why? Why would he do all this? Kill father and, and then try to put the blame on George. Simple. With your father's death, you and your brother share the inheritance. And by framing Warwick, Chapman hoped to eliminate him and marry you for your money. Oh, I can't believe it. I can't. Unfortunately, it's true. We haven't told Bill yet. But as soon as he gets here, we're going to tell him... You're that not going to do anything. I'm shutting you up now. All right, Chapman, drop that pistol. I've got you covered. That's it. Okay, folks, you can come out from behind the sofa. Helen! And Mr. and Mrs. North. Yeah, what you shot were just dummies. Life-size dolls, which you probably can see yourself now that you take the time. Mr. and Mrs. Proxy. Oh, poor Mrs. Proxy. You hit her right between the eyes. Helen, you... You were in on this. You invited me here, left the front door open so I'd come in and overhear yes, you. Yes, Larry. She didn't want to. But when we convinced her that you'd killed her father, she agreed. Well, you can come along with me, Chapman. We didn't have any proof against you before, but we have now. Thanks to Mr. and Mrs. Proxy. Golly's Jerry. Y you know something? What? We're not such bad twisters ourselves, are we? <laughs> Do you think a film star has an easy life? Well, she doesn't. Making a picture is unusually hard work. She has to be up at dawn to have her makeup on and be ready in time. She works all day under blazing lights. Then there are personal appearances, for every star is busy with war work these days, 
and off the set as well as on, she has to look glamorous. Well, the beauty care that can keep her skin soft and radiant through all that has to be remarkably effective. And here's what Veronica Lake does, the Paramount star now appearing in So Proudly We Hail. She told us... I take the three-minute Woodbury Beauty Nightcap every night with Woodbury Cold Cream. The beauty results are thrilling. Well, girls, your skin may not have such hard treatment as a film star's, but if Woodbury Cold Cream can do so much for them, think what it can do for you. That's because Woodbury is much more than just cold cream. It's a complete beauty cream. Jars, ten cents to a dollar and a quarter. That's Woodbury, W-O-O-D-B-U-R-Y, Woodbury Cold Cream. Get a jar tonight. Tune in again next Wednesday evening at the same time for another adventure of Mr. and Mrs. North. For thrills and laughs, be sure to listen, won't you? This is Ben Grower saying good night for Woodbury, 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 for the skin you program came to you from New York. This is the National Broadcasting Company. Thank you for joining us and enjoying our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Please remember to leave us a review and to follow us for frequent releases.